This is 680 CJOB. Thanks for joining me today on The Main Ingredient. I'm your host, Kevin Bergen. And today, in the second half of the show, I'm chatting with Cheryl Zeeland, the creator of the ever-so-popular and fresh Cranked Energy Bars. But first... Peter Fair, who is a chef and also the creator and producer of Gourmet Inspirations, which is a collection of five-star finishing sauces for home use, is talking about his products and what he's up to. How's it going tonight, Peter? Hey, how's it going, Kevin? Excellent, excellent, sir. Um, I know that uh, since you know we've we've talked before, I know that you you grew up on a farm, so I'm assuming that yeah. you're used to having fresh food around at your fingertips. So is that where your love for local things began? Yeah, for sure. Like, I grew up in the country uh, south of Winkler, and we always had a fresh produce garden. My dad would raise beef, and so there was always fresh beef in the freezer. The neighbors had the pigs and the chickens, and so we always had fresh meat and produce. And then in the winter, or for the winter, my mom would can, and so we always had fresh produce from the summer was also available all winter. And, uh, yeah, and it was just a part of life. It was never something I was, like, aware of that I, like, had this amazing kind of luxury in a way. and. When I lived in the, in Winnipeg for the past uh, four years, I realized how many people don't have this way of living. And so I really wanted to kind of bring what I had growing up in the rural setting, kind of bring that to uh, people of the city. How was that adjustment for you personally? Like here you leave, you know, again, like you said, you didn't really realize it was a luxury. And right. you, you leave it and now you got to live the way the city people live. Yeah, I guess like it's been an okay adjustment. I mean... I still will like go to the country at least once a month. And I mean, I still like purchase my beef for my dad. And so I just have a freezer at home and stock beef in the freezer. And yep. like, I might, uh, I still grow a little garden. So I do that myself, but it's still, my parents have a big garden. So I can still like go harvest from their garden as well sometimes. And harvest, you mean raid their garden? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. <laughs> were, were you involved in a lot of the prep of certain things like maybe meat or, you know, vegetables and stuff? Were you uh, involved in that? Uh, yeah, like, I mean, as a teenager, my dad uh, really taught me the ways of raising beef. And so I know a bit of that, but also, yeah, I would definitely be in the kitchen. I grew up uh, from a young age loving to cook. And so I was in the kitchen a lot, uh, helping prepare food. And so, yeah, from a young age, I've always been, yeah, working around food. So Right. So everybody knows you as the gourmet inspirations guy, you know, with, with that, uh, with that great product. But, um, I said to you off air, you know, you you do so much business stuff that I forget that you're an actual chef, right? Right. That's right. Yeah. So I do a bunch of, uh, catering. I've done, I work, I've worked as a chef in various places. Uh, I was employed at uh, St. Charles country club for a little while. And then uh, from there, I was offered a job at a five-star fishing resort in northern Manitoba, so I was contracted there for a number of summers, and then kind of started my own business with Gourmet Inspirations, which mainly focuses on making products, but also I do catering through that business, and so I do weddings and banquets and uh, kind of home parties, and so any anything from appetizers to lunches to, to gourmet dinners, I kind of do it all, so... Yeah, I, th- I think the list would be short if you told me what you didn't do, right? Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> the joys, are adventures of a young entrepreneur. <laughs> no doubt. Okay, so let's 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 dive into the goods. Okay, so let's maybe explain what Gourmet Inspirations is. Right. So Gourmet Inspirations is a, a Manitoba-based uh, gourmet food manufacturer, a gourmet food maker, and so there's currently a line of sauces that I offer, and I'm always dreaming up other products. But right now, I have a line of sauces. Uh, there, I have a sweet and savory line. So the savory line are more toppings uh, for meat and also good salad dressings and marinades. So they're vegetarian friendly as well as meat eater friendly. 
and there's four different varieties that I offer that are great, yeah, great toppings on meat. And so there's a creamy peppercorn whiskey, great for steak. Yeah, that sounds really good. Straw- yeah, it's a really good one. It's my top seller. Is that right? Yeah, so I put that one on steak, chicken, salmon, bison, any kind of meat really. It's also good on roasted potatoes. Nice. And then there's two that are kind of fruit flavored. So there's a lemon, uh, sweet and spicy lemon, great for fish and chicken, also good for roasting potatoes. And then there's a strawberry balsamic with basil, which is excellent on pork, salmon, and chicken, but also goes well on salad. And then there's a chocolate port, which is great drizzled on steak and chicken with a bit of blue cheese and crumbled bacon. Wow. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah. The, the only thing about doing this show, people get start talking about food, and then, I right. just, and then all, all I want to do is eat. Right. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your site right now, and it's, yeah, oh God, I want to eat. Right. Um, well, that was a savory line of things. And then there, I should talk about the dessert line or the sweet line a little bit. Yeah. There's uh, only two in that line right now. There's a salted dark chocolate, which okay. has no sugar added. So there's you got the health benefits of uh, dark chocolate with no added sugar. And it's still a tasty, delicious uh, dessert topping. And then there's a salted caramel whiskey, which uh, was my second seller besides the creamy peppercorn, was the salted caramel this last year. I guess people and like excellent whiskey. on cheesecake and ice cream or... Many a customer has told me you just eat it with a spoon. So, <laughs> I guess people really like whiskey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, so where did the inspiration for Gourmet Inspirations come from? Being a chef, you have a lot of different avenues that you can choose from as far as you know what you want to specifically do. What made you go into sauces, into finishing sauces? Right, sauces? Uh, so I, I kind of credit one of my first uh, chef instructors in culinary school to that. He uh, uh, is currently an instructor, chef instructor in Winnipeg, and he was my... Yeah, one of my first chef instructors in the culinary arts, and he specialized in soups and sauces and kind of just made me just really excited about soups and sauces. And so I, thought, I would say that's kind of where the inspiration came from. And so since since being in school, I've just always like really focused on sauces and really think that sauces is what kind of completes uh, a dish that you're cooking. So I really wanted to develop a line of products to really help other people uh, bring a finishing touch to their uh, gourmet dishes. Okay, so when you were when you decided you were going to do the finishing sauces, did you go through a bunch right. of names? Yeah, I did. And you know, honestly, right now I can't even remember what those were. I, 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 I wanted to know <laughs> right. what other names you you were thinking about. Before. Yeah, but I definitely like consulted with friends and we brainstormed together and other yeah people in kind of food service industry, people that love food, I brainstormed with and we kind of came up with gourmet inspirations and so um, yeah, it was a fun some kind of journey brainstorming with uh, colleagues and friends to uh, come up with a name. Oh, for sure. I can imagine some of the names that other people would come up with. You'd be like, um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, some of that too. We'll, we won't talk about those. <laughs> um, so, so, so right now, people can order your stuff, order uh, your sauces online and in stores? Or is it you're yeah, in a wacky sure. store? Yeah, right? online. And then also in stores, uh, we've got quite a vast array of uh, retailers in Manitoba. Um, they're all available to be seen online at www.gourmetinspirations.ca. Uh, but some of my top retailers would be uh, Generation Green at the Forks, and then there's DeLuca's Specialty Foods on Portage, and uh, Save on Foods has them in all three locations now, and then just a variety of other like fine food and uh, gourmet meat shops. So we're really excited about uh, yeah all the local support from retailers that we've gotten so far. That's awesome. Um yeah. Okay, let's talk about, I know you have a, with Valentine's Day coming up, for sure, I know you got something going on promotion-wise with yeah, uh, Gourmet Inspiration, so maybe we can talk a little bit about that. 
Right. Uh, yeah, I've developed a brand new uh, special limited edition sauce for Valentine's this year, and it's a dark chocolate raspberry fondue. Nice. Um, so it's my it's, it's a dark chocolate with uh, raspberry added to it, and just an excellent smooth creamy fondue dip for Valentine's. And we're excited to be selling that exclusively at Generation Green at Perfect Pears uh, in Winnipeg, and also at Prairie Oils and Vinegars. So is that one that's going to be added permanently, or is that a limited thing only for Valentine's? Uh, it'll be limited time for now. Uh, yeah, this year, so it'll be Valentine's this year, and then, and then, yeah, mostly just Valentine's, and we'll see how it goes. Maybe for Christmas, we'll bring it out again. Right, I guess it's good testing, uh, good testing yeah. ground for exactly. Yeah, testing we'll find out Valentine's see what people think, and then go from there. We are up against the clock, so we're going to take a little break. And when we return, Peter's going to tell you a little bit about the Love Local MB event that's coming up in March. We'll be right back. Thanks for sticking around. I was talking to Peter Fair last week about his gourmet inspiration finishing sauces. And I also got the goods on the fourth annual Love Local MB event coming up in March. Right, so you know, we're going to kind of switch gears here. And I know, again, your, your love for local things. So I know that you also have another thing going on that has been going on for the last four years, which is the Love Local MB um, yeah. that, that you've done and it's coming up soon in uh, in March, right? Let, maybe we can talk a right. little bit about that. Sure, yeah. So the event, uh, yeah, it's called Love Local MB. Uh, it's a beer, wine, and food event where we uh, bring together uh, the finest of Manitoba's food and beverage uh, artisans, so food and beverage uh, product makers, and we bring them all together in one place in one night and uh, allow or invite guests to come and just sample, sample and purchase locally made products and uh, listen to live music and uh, just have a fun evening out learning and enjoying local local food products. Okay, so maybe we can talk about the, the, the origin of that, what started that event. Right, so I was uh, selling my products at a farmer's market and I had a, uh, a neighbor vendor who was selling another product and, and I was telling her about uh, some ideas I had of like, you know, I would love to host, I love hosting events and like, I love uh, yeah, just bringing people together and having live music and maybe some wine and cheese and that kind of thing. And so I was just telling her of these ideas and she's like, well, why don't we like bring together all these amazing local products that we know at the farmer's market and bring them all together and do like a fun evening out uh, with like live music and wine and, and do it that way. And then let's call it Love Local. And so that's kind of where it was birthed at, uh, at St. Norbert Farmer's Market is kind of where the idea was all where it was birthed. So. Right. And then the first one took place where? Mm. We had the first one at the uh, Winnipeg uh, Winter Club, and uh, we outgrew the venue within the first year. We had awesome. uh, like over 300 people show up, so like the building was to max capacity. We just realized we had to just move on from there. So we had the first one at the Winnipeg Winter Club, and then the second one we had at the Canadiens uh, Club Regent. And then uh, since working with Canadiens there, we decided to try another location, so we've moved to Canadiens Polo Park now. So this will be the second year that we're going to be doing it there. And it's uh, been incredible to work with the people at Canadiens. They've been really good hosts to us. And and uh, it's been a pleasure to to have our event at their venue. That's killer. That's a, that's great that you got a great start. You know what I mean? Because the first year you must have thought, hey, well, how many people are actually going to show up, right? Right. Exactly. That's yeah. always a scary thought. Uh, yeah, we had uh, 30. Oh, no, the first year I think we had probably like 25 vendors. Yep. And then the second, third year, we had about 30. And then we went, kind of went up to 35. And this year, we're bumping it up to like 60. Get out so of here. we're kind of doubling the amount of vendors. We're booking booking the full banquet space at Canada Inns. And so we'll have lots of room and lots of vendors and just lots of sampling. So. 
All right. So when people show up, what can they expect when they walk mm. in the door? Yeah. So all a brand new thing that's happening this year is you're gonna you're gonna get a tasting passport. A tasting uh, passport. Will, yeah. So it'll actually look like a passport. Um, and then inside you'll see pages for notes to t- about all the vendors and their information. So you can take this booklet home and learn or take notes while you're there in the evening and then also take it home and, and remember all the amazing products that you tasted. And so that's a new thing. So you'll get that when you come in, uh, in to register and then you'll get a ticket for a free glass of wine. So you go pick up your wine, you read to your passport and then you just start sampling. Go around and sample, bring your friends and have, yeah, good visits and good sampling, good eating and listen to some live music. It's, it'll be a busking style kind of musicians uh, walking around the, the hall and the banquet hall. And, and uh, yeah, so it's a fun class evening out with, with friends and, and you feel good about uh, coming out and supporting local. That sounds like a really good time. Yeah, it's really good. And tickets are only 15 bucks. So it's 15 bucks in advance. You get a free glass of wine with that. Lots of sampling and you're encouraged to support by purchasing local products as well. So. I didn't, you know, I'm looking at your site right now. It's funny. $15. If you go to a, a good restaurant and you have a great glass of wine, right. you're paying like eight, nine bucks for the glass exactly. already, right? Yeah. So you're getting steal of a deal. That is a really good deal. Yeah. But we really, yeah, want to keep it kind of grassroots and really promoting local and really encouraging just all of Winnipeg to come out to, to see what this fine province has to offer. And there's so much that we have in Manitoba, uh, especially small companies making amazing products that don't have the marketing budgets to, to do TV and like massive campaigns for advertising. So they, uh, yeah, we depend on word of mouth to, uh, to spread the word and really appreciate the support for the kind of the small guys. So for sure. So how many people are you, are you expecting this year? Uh, we're expecting like at least 600, six to 800 is the goal. So if 600 is realistic and then seven or 800 is kind of the goal. What's so, the max that, that, that venue can hold? The max is like just over 800. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's come and go. So, I mean, it's from 5 to 9 p.m. on March 18th, and it's come and go. So, we have room for lots of people. So, we can definitely sign up more than 800 if we need to. Let's give some basic information <laughs> about Gourmet Inspirations, how people can uh, can get a hold of you if they want to. Right. So, <laughs> online at uh, gourmetinspirations.ca is the best way to uh, to find out about uh, my products. And there's uh, an About uh, Us page where it talks about my story and my growing up on the farm or whatever. You can read all that online. And then there's a contact page there. Um, you can also email me at info at gourmetinspirations.ca. would love to uh, tell you more. And uh, if you ever need catering, I can hook you up with some quotes as well. I can't believe and, you do uh, that much. You like right. a, you wear a million hats. I don't, I don't know how you do it. <laughs> it's crazy, man. Um, okay, so let's talk about Love Local. What what are the what date does it run? Times and uh, and how do people get tickets and how much do they cost? Right. So the event is March eighteenth. That's a Saturday um, from five to nine p.m. Come and go. So you can get your tickets online at lovelocalmb.com, and you'll find a, a ticket button there right on the home page. You can click through uh, to purchase your tickets online. And if you don't get to doing them online, you can also pick them up at Generation Green, which is a uh, local health and beauty product, but also a gourmet local food kind of store at the Forks. And you can pick them up there as well. And so you got a couple options to pick up tickets there. You know, I heard that you have this awesome MC for that event. Maybe you can talk about him for a bit. <laughs> yeah, his name is uh, 
Kevin Bergen, who hosts the main oh. ingredient at CGOB, and we're oh, honored oh. and uh, excited to have him be our MC this year. <laughs> no, we're going to have yeah. a good time. I'm really looking That's forward great. to it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good time. I'm going to have fun. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome, and we might even get you a glass of free wine if you do. Uh, well, you know, I'll, I may have one or two if you know if you force right. me, I guess, right? Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> what a terrible gig, um, <laughs> Peter. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me, Kevin. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Have a good night. Yeah, you too. New sports and weather are coming up next, and after the break on the main ingredient, Cheryl Zeeland, creator of the much-loved Cranked Energy Bars, is here on 680 CJOB. This is Kevin Bergen on The Main Ingredient, and after the news, sports, and weather at the bottom of the hour, Cheryl Zeeland from Cranked Energy Bars is here to talk about how she got her business started here on 680 CJOB. Welcome back to The Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen, and if you're like me, you've eaten an energy bar or two in your time, and we all know how thick and kind of gross some of them are. Enter Cheryl Zeeland with her fresh cranked energy bars that are the exact opposite. So let's talk to her about them. How's it going today? Good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to CJOB. Thank you. <laughs> You're a first timer. It is. Yeah. A little nerve wracking. Exciting. Okay, let's get into the meat of what you're here for. So my first question is, what are Cranked Energy Bars and how did this business begin? Well, Cranked Energy Bars are a fresh uh, energy bar that you'll find in the fridge, not on the shelf at uh, the retailers. So, um, I mean... Six years ago, when my twins were born, I was pretty much like any other busy mom, <clears throat> busy with the kids, running around and not eating my favorite meal, which is breakfast, and I think one of the most important meals of the day. So I kind of just worked around the kitchen and put together oatmeal and some other fun things and said, I got to turn this into a bar because I wanted to eat breakfast every morning on the go while I was worrying about the kids. And uh, it took three years to come up with something that was kind of edible and that tasted not like chalky protein bars, <laughs> but actually something good and healthy and kind of sinful because it's kind of, it's like a guilt-free treat almost. And, you know, the biggest thing was that it provided energy for me to take care of the kids. Um, just grabbed one and out the door we went. But that's how it kind of came. And in my first, you know, initial post on Facebook, I think I kind of sold 200 bars to my friends and family and it was cool they loved it and uh i thought you know what i might actually have something that's worth testing the market with and uh, yeah we've just kind of grown from there it's a great need for fresh fresh energy bars on the market right now totally in, in every way um my one of my favorite sites is bodybuilding.com mm -hmm. and before i got here i saw an article on there about you and uh, you know how you <laughs> <laughs> how you how you got into the fitness industry and stuff. So why don't you give us a little bit of the background of your... Uh, oh my goodness, that seems so long ago, that article. Uh, it was so much fun. I love that site um, though. They have great I know, great it's stuff a great source of info and yeah. motivation and just like realistic, real life people. Mm -hmm. um, well, I've been active my entire life. I mean, I started Highland Dancing at four and competitive swimming at 10 and just, you know, remained active. But, you know, at 17, I joined European Health Spa European Health Spa, you know, that's crazy. And then Ladies' Choice Fitness. Yeah. And, you know, I was one of those little cardio bunnies doing my step classes. And in my early 20s, I started to get into the weight training. And then, you know, I started to get a bit more interested in health and wellness in terms of food and um, building muscle and whatnot. But then the kids, I had the kids. And then after the kids came, I really started to dive into really reshaping my body and um, using food as fuel for energy, and uh, it kind of just went from there. I I thought it was a bucket list item. I always wanted to compete and um, 
I did uh, eight shows in four years, and it was great. I had a great time doing them, but ran its course, and uh, it's not something I wanted to, to sustain long term. Had a great time doing it, but uh, kind of wanted to venture in just really being active. And I'm, I run a lot, and running and competing is not really um, two sports that mesh well. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, focus on my running now, which requires a little bit more food and um, really making sure I've got the proper balance. So, but yeah, I've been active my entire life and I just kind of rolled into that. That was a fun time though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that since you're a fitness competitor, that a lot of time was spent with meal prep. So was yeah. making bars a far stretch from that? No, I mean, um, when you compete, you're meal prepping constantly. But even outside of competing, I think in general, society, we need to meal prep more. It's such a integral part of uh, our lives, you know, our food choices and, and whatnot. So, mm-hmm. you know, if we spend a couple hours on a Sunday meal prepping for the week, you just, you're hedging your bets in terms of whether you're going to make good choices that week. And I think, you know, um, successful health and wellness comes about 80% from food and, you know, 20% on your workouts because you're, you're got to fuel your body with the right stuff. So meal prep's huge. If you just cook it, portion it out, Tupperware it, put in the fridge, there it is. It's ready. It's grab and go. You're not caught out and about without food on you and you're eating consistently, you know, every three, four hours max kind of thing where you're not starving yourself all morning and all afternoon. So um, the bars just kind of fell into that. It's a great meal replacement for for breakfast for those, you know, busy moms or dads, early hockey games, executives who have early meetings, um, just anybody who's on the go and doesn't have time to sit and make oatmeal or omelets and all that kind of stuff before they leave the house. Okay. So we're going to talk energy bars and many, there's many energy bars out there that are pretty much candy bars. There's a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What separates yours from the pack? Well, that was my whole um, issue when I first started was I was trying to find, you know, a grab and go bar, but a lot of the bars, there's a lot of sugar alcohols and ingredients you can't pronounce. And I actually would have a physical reaction. I'd get like a sore in my mouth from the sugar alcohols. And I just, you know, they didn't taste very good. And I was hungry after, which was a big thing. I just ate a bar and I'm still starving. And so I wanted my bars to taste like actual food, like literally your oatmeal breakfast in a bar and where you could eat it, feel satisfied and have great energy for a few hours. So there's a big difference. We we don't have preservatives in the bars, so they do go in a fridge or a freezer. So they have an expiry date. I mean, it's going to, you know, four weeks in the fridge or eight weeks in the freezer after that. They're not going to taste as good because we're only using uh, actual food. Okay. Um, is there a difference between an energy bar and a protein bar? That's a good question. I mean, a lot of the protein bars will market themselves as 30 grams of protein. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're getting a ton of protein in there, um, but they might be a little uh, less um, in terms of carbs and fat. So there's a place for those. For me, I wanted to have a balanced bar. I 15 grams of protein, 18 grams of protein, and 15 grams of good fat, which we use peanut butter, um, and some carbs from the oats is kind of a really balanced bar. And our bodies, you know, 18 grams of protein for one sitting for a snack is a great amount of protein for most people. Mm-hmm. As I said to you, I've compared it to many other bars, yeah. and it's a, it's double than most bars, mm-hmm. and almost triple for some other bars. Was that your intent? When yeah, you I mean, a lot it? of the energy bars um, are nut based, um, dried fruit based mm-hmm. for energy. So there's a little bit of those uh, sugars in there for the energy. Um, 
but I didn't want to do that. I wanted to have protein because I, I do like a good protein bar. Right. I just didn't want that chalky taste, which when you're getting up into the 30 grams and plus, sometimes you can taste a little bit too much of the protein. And I don't think we need that much protein in one sitting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, our bodies are going to process 15, 18 grams really well and use it for fuel and just do what it's supposed to do. Okay. I've never tried your bars and you brought me some samples here. You brought okay. me a bar here. So I'm going to try the peanut butter coconut. Our best seller. Is it really? That, yeah. That was the first bar. That was the That's the original butter. cranked bar that I created. And it's definitely. It smells good. It smells yeah. very peanut buttery. I love peanut bar. <laughs> And? Maybe it's not polite to chew on air. Right? <laughs> it's very good. It does taste fresh. That's that's it's a difference. Fresh, yeah, mm -hmm. moist, and hopefully you don't taste you know the chalky protein taste that a lot of the bars. More like you're eating food, food. Right. That's the one reason I eat protein bars. I drink protein shakes. Yeah. But I've always um, I don't like protein bars usually because of what you just said. They're very chalky. I can never chew them. Right. I feel like my teeth are going to yeah, break or they're going to... hard on the jaw. Yeah, 100%, right? So do you eat protein bars to, to get your protein in? Is that what you're worried about, is getting enough protein? Yeah, getting enough protein, period. Because yeah. sometimes, depending on how my day is, my meal choices aren't the best. Right. I work downtown. If I miss a meal, and when, you're, when I'm starving, I just want to eat. And at that point, if I don't eat, I get migraines. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm looking for anything. Right, and that's the last thing I want. Right. There's food trucks up and down Broadway, <laughs> and that's where I'm yeah. going like, when I'm really... Hungry, so um, yeah, it'd be good to have something that actually tastes good. Yeah, that. Uh, and a yeah, lot like, of guys who eat the bars, you know, they say one bar is about uh, eighty grams, which is sometimes double the weight of an energy bar. Yep. At like uh, typical ones. I'm chowing on this while you're talking. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm excited that you like it. <laughs> um, so it's a lot of the guys say you know they can eat one and they it's filling, mm -hmm. right? You know, you still got to chew the bar, but in, but you're digesting it and there's a lot of fiber and we use organic chia in there. So the chia provides really good energy. We're going to talk more with Cheryl after some commercials. We'll be right back. When did you know that the bar was good to go? How many attempts before you realized this is it? Oh gosh, three years worth, probably one tray a month trying, you know, tweaking this and that and whatnot. So whatever that equals. When you were trying to create it, you were employed somewhere else. Yes. So I'm actually a CA by trade. I'm a chartered accountant. And uh, I was teaching um, accounting and finance, um, contracting myself to the CA program. I love um, this job. You know that? I love this job in that. <laughs> like I said, see, no one does what, what they're, they're trained to do. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But I think it's a good mix because, you know, even as a CA, I'm all, I've always been kind of interested in being an entrepreneur, even you know when I was younger. I would, you know, have the lemonade stands or I'd, you know, have Easter cream. I remember having Easter cream eggs and taking them into grade five and like no one else was selling Easter cream eggs and nobody else could have access to them. For yep. some reason we were, we were using, we had them and I would sell them to my class I love it. and hey, make a profit. Can I try an Easter cream egg? You got a buck. Seriously. <laughs> got a dollar. It would, be like, it would be 25 cents and I'd sell it for like 50 cents or a buck and, you know, in grade five, I'm 10 years old or whatever. So I think it was a good mix. I always called myself like a creative accountant. I always had this creative side to me. So this kind of just meshed the two of them. And I just kept trying. I really wanted a really good bar for my family. That's where it started. And I knew I had something when my husband, you know, I made a tray, I put it in the fridge and I cut it up. And then all of a sudden that week it was disappearing and I wasn't eating it. And I said to my So husband, he was eating it? Were the kids eating it too? The kids were eating it, but he was taking one every day to work hmm. for breakfast. And 
you know, for the three years before that, he never touched them. He'd try it and be like, no, not very good. And it's all right. But he kept taking them to work and I didn't say anything. And I said, is that one good? And he's like, I, th- I think you have it right. And then I just did some testing on my friends and family and everyone did say, you know, there's such a need for this. And, and it kind of grew from there. So three years. Three years. Yeah. It wasn't an overnight kind of thing. <laughs> it's a ton of work. It was a lot of work. Yeah. And I've noticed that you don't do a lot of marketing. You have your Facebook page, and I've I've, I've heard from people on when you talk <laughs> about energy bars, it always comes back to your bar, and and uh, your page has tons of likes, and people are always talking. I hit the net, and there's a lot of reviews on it. Good, yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I find it's strange that it's getting so much attention yeah, when, well, when you're mean, actually busy working making the product. I'm right? I'm in the kitchen with my production line, and um, I'm right in there with them. Because that's where I have to be. I mean, small business, you kind of got to have to still work in your business. But I mean, I'd like to get out of the kitchen a bit more and do more fun things like this and talk about my bars. I do sponsor a lot of events and um, Winnipeg is so good for word of mouth marketing. Mm -hmm. You know, like someone will try it and tell a friend and then, you know, they'll grab two boxes and they'll, they'll tell a friend and... You know, it's just a matter of sampling because once people start eating them, they really find a use for them in in whatever lifestyle that they have because there's so many different ways to use them in so many markets. It's not just for athletes. It's not just for, you know, specific types of sports. It's for everybody who is busy. And nowadays, I think that's pretty much everyone. Yeah, that's everybody. Yeah, I've just been really lucky. Winnipeg's been so supportive and I... Thank the city. I love the city. I mean, we moved back here from Calgary for a reason. I missed Winnipeg. Mm-hmm. I miss the people and the ability to, you know, start a business here and really grow it and kind of organically, which is what we've done. So we are looking, we're doing a website. It is going to be launched in the fall. We've been working on it, but like every small business, you chip away at a website and. But you don't want it to go up wrong. <clears throat> you don't want right? it to go up wrong. And right. I don't want to launch a website that I'm not, you know, I want it to have full ordering access for people and, you know, some, you know, sample meal planning and some sample of my favorite workouts and some links to my favorite products um, that I like and enjoy. And maybe a, a little bit of blog about what we're doing with Cranked Energy in mm-hmm. terms of events and where we're going to be. And so I want it to launch properly. And so it's taken, you know, a, a while. But for now, we've got Instagram at Cranked Energy and Facebook at Cranked Energy mm-hmm. and um, Cheryl Zealand at crankedenergy.com is an email and people find me. It's amazing. Like people will find me. Oh, yeah, if they like something, they'll, if they they'll like find something you. and I'm always happy to give out my text. If you want bars, you text me. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> awesome. Can, yeah, we can, you know, and yeah, the, I mean, the next step for cranked energy is going to be getting somewhere to, to produce in terms of my own kitchen and right. storefront so that, you know, people can come right to the storefront and pick up bars and chat a bit and whatnot. So yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Coming. Okay, what flavor of bars do you have? Oh, gosh, we have nine flavors. Well, eight, eight core flavors and then a seasonal flavor. Right, and I just ate the peanut butter coconut. Peanut butter really coconut. Good. So all the bars are peanut butter I, based. You know what's funny? Okay, so I'm people who know me, Yeah. as I'm reading this, peanut butter coconut, I mm-hmm. hate coconut. Common. I despise coconut. Did you taste the coconut? No, it was really See? good. And coconut's such a good, like, natural fat. Is it? My mom always drinks coconut milk and coconut coconut water. Coconut water and and coconut milk, they're the rage. And we use unsweetened coconut. So it's so good for you. And yeah, a lot of people who don't like coconut are shocked. Yeah. They love, like, and there's uh, coconut in every single bar. Um, Peanut butter coconut was our launch. Uh, We've got peanut butter espresso, peanut butter apple, peanut butter maple walnut, peanut butter. The maple uh, walnut, that sounds good. Maple walnut's really yeah. good. It's very Canadian. Um, 
mint chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. I just did that one, and it's very successful. I have all these those in this peanut box. Peanut butter banana. I'm going to track you down. Yeah. And we've got peanut butter, gluten-free, vegan, chocolate, and vanilla. And for the upcoming um, fall season, we do pumpkin spice. Oh, nice. Is yeah. that going to be like a, only for that particular time of the year, or is it going to yeah, be a permanent we, thing? Yeah, we do. We produce in larger quantities in the fall. I mean, you can order pumpkin spice um, as a custom flavor. It just takes a little bit longer because i got to schedule it into production and whatnot. It's not a common um, item we produce, but uh, there's some retailers that want to carry it all year. They've got specific customers that love pumpkin spice all yeah. year. My son would love that. He loves like pumpkin yeah. pumpkin pie. Yeah. Right? So I'm sure that... And, you know, yeah. the big thing was it doesn't taste like a pumpkin muffin or anything. It yeah. tastes still like a protein bar, but, you know, Crank style. It's yeah. still moist and yummy and tastes like a dessert, but it's not. <laughs> okay, speaking of bars um, or cranked, are you planning on expanding, maybe making some other products in the future? Other than bars? Yes. I like yeah, to add to I mean, the bars. To add to the bars. Yeah. Well, I'm always open to ideas. My next product would be some type of natural running gel because um, oh, okay. I am a runner. Yep. And while I, I use my, the bars for running, um, I keep one in my running pack and nibble on it during my long runs. I'd like a natural gel, something you know chia-based mm-hmm. and using natural flavors. So where can people pick up your cranked energy bars? Green Carrot on Osborne and behind uh, security at the Winnipeg Airport. Nutrition Plus on Pemina. Myers Drugs on William, Union Station Cafe at the Via Rail Station, Fitness Experience on Pemina, Kibo Sports Supplements on St. Mary's, Starkey CrossFit on Brazier off of Henderson, Fueled Evolution on Keniston, Pilates Manitoba on Academy, Focus Chiropractic at Confusion Corner, and the East End Arena in Transcona. Uh, You can also find the bars in Brandon at a bunch of retailers via my distributor, Lita Pichet. And hopefully we continue to grow in uh, other Manitoba um, towns and across Canada. That's the next step. Next year when we talk at this time, you'll own the world. Awesome. You'll own the energy bar of the world. That's the goal. Thanks, Kevin. Problem. Back to wrap up in a minute. This is a main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Thanks to Peter Fair from Gourmet Inspirations for coming to the show. Make sure you look out for Gourmet Inspirations Valentine's Day dark chocolate fondue sauce. And also don't forget to purchase your tickets for the Love Local MB event at uh, Canada Inn's Polo Park, which yours truly will be hosting. Thanks also to Cheryl Zeeland, the creator of Cranked Energy Bars, which you can get at many locations around the city. I'm Kevin Bergen, and I'll be here next week with more great local vendors here on The Main Ingredient on 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.